0: Welcome back to That Entrepreneur Show. I'm your host, Vincent A. Lancy, And I'm David Jennings. Welcome to the first episode of season eight. The show returns to Australia to kick off the season with an entrepreneur who will explain how implementing the right systems can make all the difference. Whether you are looking to start or scale your business, this is the show for you. Each week, I interview a different entrepreneur from across the globe. I will continue to offer episodes in all industries to provide you with many different perspectives. You never know which motivational journey will inspire you most. Each guest will take you through their story and help you learn from their successes and lessons learned. My guest on the show today is someone who heard an episode and wanted to add value through his experiences. This Australian entrepreneur started his journey back in his early 20s when he sold Australia's most loved sporting ground, the Melbourne Cricket Ground. He quickly became a serial entrepreneur with diverse experience. Today, his mission is to free all business owners worldwide from the daily operations of running their businesses. Recognized as a high-achieving entrepreneur, you will find many of David's keynotes presentations on YouTube, including TEDx talks. WordCamp, and ProBlogger. We will also learn about his recent book, Systemology, Create Time, Reduce Errors, and Scale Your Profits with Proven Business Systems, where he lays out how small business owners can implement the right systems in their businesses. I am excited to learn more about this journey, so allow me to now introduce David Jennings. David, thank you for connecting, and thank you for hopping on the first episode of Season 8. Thank you for the introduction, Vincent. Very excited
1: and and keen to share some lessons and insights for the listeners.
0: Absolutely. Would you mind please introducing yourself to our listeners and previewing your story just a bit without giving away too much of your entrepreneurial journey?
1: Yes, being an entrepreneur since day dot. I kind of feel like I came out an entrepreneur. So I've been in a lot of different businesses along the way. Probably my most recent, most well known was a digital agency that I ran for about 13 years. Uh, and I got really trapped in that business for, I would say, maybe 10 years too long. And I was just doing the same thing over and over and over, wax on, wax off. Uh, and It wasn't until I had that epiphany that, oh, um, I need to change the way that I'm doing work. We found out uh, we were pregnant and we had uh, a son on the way. And I thought, oh, I don't want to be that entrepreneur who's always too busy, that dad who's working ridiculously long hours and just not there. So I thought I needed to make a change. And then that's really what got me heavily interested in uh, systemizing businesses, i and systemized the digital agency, stepped out, hired a CEO. She ran that business for three years until we ended up selling it. And that's what really set me on my path for what I'm working on now around helping business owners get out of the operations. And that, that's a big part of what systemology is about.
0: I am certainly excited to get into this episode because of your passion behind what you do. We had a nice talk before the show started. And I think it will now be a great time to head into the big five. On each episode, my guest and I will go over these five questions to help you, the listeners, learn what it's really like to be an entrepreneur. You ready to go, David? Let's do it. When did you realize that you either weren't happy with what you were doing or you needed some kind of change to truly start this entrepreneurial journey? If there's a moment, please describe it for the audience.
1: I think at the moment, it was kind of like a set of circumstances. I had been living at home with... Uh, my mum after my parents had split and it was really the desire to become an entrepreneur was about kind of moving away from that life. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, money was always an issue growing up, you know, the cause of quite a lot of fights um, and put a lot of stress on um, the my parents' marriage and ultimately that's what sort of caused them to break up amongst um, other things. But I I've kind of looked back at that and I thought to myself, I don't want to be in that situation. So I just went to work incredibly hard. Um, to to almost like that moving away strategy, doing everything in my power that I could. So it was those set of circumstances. And that's why I said, as well, right at the start, I kind of feel like I've always been an entrepreneur. I started doing different things, running little businesses, mm. consuming lots of, you know, content. You know, back in the day, it was tapes. You'd listen to Amway tapes and they get you all pumped up and you'd be standing on your seat in your bedroom, getting all pumped up. Um, And that was sort of some of my earliest memories of kind of moving into the space.
0: Yeah. It's always nice when the guests come on the show and share a little bit of their background, because that's certainly a way that you're able to resonate with the listeners. You saw something that you wanted to make a change on and you acted on it. You became an entrepreneur. You think a little younger, than officially as titled, but on this huge entrepreneurial path, whenever it may have started, what would you say the two most difficult parts of being an entrepreneur are for you?
1: I think um, what makes being an entrepreneur so challenging, and there's a few. So I, I mean, it inc- requires an an incredible amount of persistence because uh, at every turn you have to keep pushing. And uh, oftentimes it's quite uh, an isolating and, sort of a lonely position to take. So you kind of have to be really comfortable with your own space and um, being able to be self-led and self-driven. Um, so I think that persistence um, and the persistence as well, the other thing that's challenging is because there's so much to learn to be an entrepreneur. Uh, and at every level, as you grow as an entrepreneur, that just unlocks the next level of things that you need to think about. So at the start, you kind of, just learning the basics of running a business, and you learn about different departments, and you have to learn sales and marketing. And um, as your team grows, you have to learn HR, and there's you know management, and then there's the just the doing of the work, whatever the product and the service is that you're selling. Um, and then as that starts to grow again, it just it's almost like a new level, and it unlocks new challenges. So I think that's um, what I enjoy. Um, most in one way cuz like i kind of tried to trick my brain into thinking that the difficult is actually pleasurable <laughs> like i i like that challenge um but that's also the most most difficult part
0: i can resonate with you a lot there as far as and i like the way you put that it's the first unlocking new levels i can certainly relate because when i got my mba i thought okay i accomplished something big something should open Some things did, but it just opened new ideas. So then after the NBA, it was the book. And after the first book, okay, then there was the two podcasts. There was just ways to continue to grow the brand. And now I'm over here taking Spanish lessons so I can get into the school districts with my mental health song with English and Spanish, just constantly, as you say, unlocking new levels. I love that. But speaking of all these lessons learned, what would you say one of your greatest failures or lessons learned is, David? And what did it teach you? Please describe why it stuck with you all the way up until today.
1: Probably the biggest one um, was that that whole idea of getting stuck in my digital agency for yeah. 10 years. <laughs> it got to a point where, and I know a lot of people, um, you know, if, if if you're not an entrepreneur, people talk about the rat race and the nine to five and the grind and just getting in almost like this, habitual pattern of the same thing every single day. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes there's this vision that, um, that is different for business owners and it can be because you're unlocking levels, but it's also very easy to get stuck on a level for a very long time and just be doing the same thing. I was Yep. trying to get clients. I was selling clients. I was doing clients. And then by the time the, you know, the end of that project sort of ran out, then it was time to get clients again, sell those clients and do the work. And it was just this repeated thing where I very much became the bottleneck. And um, the business didn't really grow beyond me. If I was sick nothing would happen. Everything would grind to a halt. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a couple of team members, but I'd almost trained all of them to come to me every time they had a question or a problem. It's Mm -hmm. kind of like, Oh, Dave solves that problem. We'll just get him to do it. So it was almost like I was disempowering them. Um, And I just, I I remember, I, I feel like that was, you know, I was probably in that, like the whole time I had the digital agency was 13 years. I would have been trapped in that business. I would say at least seven to 10 years too long. Ooh. I think the idea of figuring oh, yeah. out what I was doing, capturing it, documenting it, and then um, getting team members and then actually delegating responsibility and saying, okay, well, now you're looking after this. That 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 was, you know, maybe the lost years and and probably one of the biggest lessons. Now, now I was also... Once you build a business that works without you and makes money without you, you start to look at business differently. You don't think about it in terms of you delivering the core product or service. You think of it in terms of, you know, how do we make this work without you?
0: I couldn't agree more. And a lot of great points there, how you said you may have wasted a few years, but you don't know if you don't try. And that's also important in entrepreneurship. You have to give it a try because what's good for some and What works for some may not work for others. It's important to also share that you recognize that it wasn't working for you and you didn't want to waste any more time. You saw that vision of what it could be in 10 years further. That unfortunately happens to many people because they don't take that jump. Hopefully, David's story right here may give you that extra boost if you're listening on to make that leap and follow your dreams if it's what you want to do. But, I'm interested in this because you're a career learner here, David. If you could choose to have a conversation, to learn from any entrepreneur, dead or alive, who would you go with? Uh,
1: entrepreneur, like some of the big names came to my head. Oh, it was hard for me to just say one, but like Steve Jobs, I I, I really admire obviously what he did with uh, Apple. Um, there's a lot of discussion around how challenging he was to work with and, you know, some discussion, um, to make, you know, uh, to make sure this show is still family friendly, friendly, that he's a little bit of an (laughs) a-hole, quite a few people say he was just, um, not, not very, but also very brilliant in his ability to, um, vision something in the future and then work towards it, no matter how crazy it may seem, um, But then you got your, you know, Richard Branson's and Elon Musk's and things like that. So there's a lot of great entrepreneurs I think I'd love to sit down with.
0: Well, I'll have to single it even further down for you. If you could pick a meeting place anywhere in the world for meeting one of these big time entrepreneurs, where would that meeting be? What would the scenery look like? Uh,
1: The first place that came to mind was... uh, on the top of Mount Everest. I don't know. what I'm imagining maybe doing some sort of expedition or something with them, kind of like hiking up the mountain and having that shared experience.
0: Unlocking levels of their brain as you go up and up and up. Fantastic. This sounds like a movie. (laughs) We'll have to try to tag them and make it happen when this episode releases. But let's look into the future here, David. We're going to go one year and five years out where do you see yourself in all of your entrepreneurial endeavors one year from today?
1: One year today with the book systemology, uh, it's a methodology for systemizing business. Um, I'm now training other coaches and consultants how to deploy our technology in their clients' businesses. So a okay. year from today, we'll have 130 systemologists that wow. will be out there helping business owners Uh step out of their business and, and systemize their operations so that that's what the the next year looks like for the business
0: you got to paint that picture a little bigger for our listeners now five years out all of your entrepreneurial endeavors what are we seeing from you yes
1: five years from now I'm just starting the systemology school so it'll be at an academy where we we teach business owners and their key leadership teams, just uh, the fundamentals and the principles and how to build a systems culture uh, inside their organization. So I kind of want to transition it more into a school because I feel like it's something that it's the foundation and building blocks uh, that all business owners at some point must master if they want to grow the business beyond them. Um, So I think positioning it as, you know, if if you want to, learn. If you want to build a business, you got to go to school and, and uh, the Systemology Academy is,
0: is the place to do it. It would actually be a very valuable place for all your listeners to head to and you have to stick around to the ed- episode to get the information on how to head to Systemology. But I think it's certainly time for the spotlight story. I will share an entrepreneurial journey to inspire our listeners and I would love your take on it. As we have an entrepreneur on the show who is streaming in from Australia, I will now share the journey of Rupert Murdoch. A native Australian and naturalized U.S. citizen, Murdoch started building his media empire in 1952 after he inherited the family newspaper company. This powerhouse entrepreneur is credited for creating the modern tabloid, encouraging his newspapers to publish human interest stories focused on controversy, crime, and scandals. His media empire includes many names, which you may know, including Fox News, Fox Sports, Fox Network, The Wall Street Journal, and HarperCollins. In March 2019, this entrepreneur sold the majority of 21st Century Fox's entertainment assets to the Walt Disney Company for, get ready for this, $71.3 billion. David, what do you take away from this story of entrepreneurship?
1: You can take, like, no matter where you start, I feel like you can take anything to the next level. Um, so, and everybody starts at different places. Like, he inherited the family business and then was able to kind of really level up way beyond that. Um, and then there are others that start with nothing and then build something up. So it's it's all about... uh having a desire to build more, getting a future uh, a future vision and then just working towards it. I think that's kind of the, the key. Um, yeah, very uh, inspirational business leader and, and what he was able to accomplish.
0: I agree with you there. And David, I have to thank you so much for coming on the show today. I know our listeners are going to see all the value in your episode. And like Alan, who joined the show and was kind enough to connect you with me after hearing it, your episode was full of value and then some. I liked how you started out the show ex- right in the beginning, sharing your vulnerability and your corporate position, your other job, encouraging listeners to be confident in themselves and follow what they enjoy. Of course, you know, I'm gonna mention again, the unlocking new levels of learning. I love the way you put that and I could certainly resonate it with it, which means other people listening on will be too. I like how you shared that you saw your future with the digital agency as well. And that can kind of paint a picture in our listeners' minds of, is this job for me? Again, what's good for some, what works for some in the nine to five is the complete opposite for others. But I would now like to take the time to ask you for your last word. And I also do this in my other podcast series because I want the listeners to really get to know all of my guests. Is there something that you want to share, David, that we did not touch on yet today?
1: Um, Look, I think the biggest thing, if I can have just sparked a little bit of a fire or interest to, to want to find out more about building a business that works without you Um, systems is a topic that historically um, the way that it's presented, it's not really exciting edge of the seat stuff yet. It's so fundamental and foundational for building a solid business. And just because you might not be a systems person doesn't mean you can't build a very systems driven business you, you, it's a skill that you really want to master. So um, yeah, to to grow uh, as a business owner and business leader, uh, it's, that's probably my last word. Hopefully I've sparked enough interest that you want to find out a bit more.
0: Well, you certainly sparked more interest than me. So there has to be some interest out there. Can you tell everybody how to find you, how to request your services, find the book, all of that good stuff?
1: Yeah, for sure. Probably easiest place is systemology.com forward slash book. And then that's systemology.com forward slash book that'll link through to Amazon, or you can go straight to Amazon, just search for systemology. That book really is the best place to start on the website. There's also links to if you want to get in contact or you've got questions or YouTube or um, I've got a podcast as well, but all of that's on the website. So you can just check out that.
0: Be sure to check out all of his great content and it is also social media time for the show and we're on whichever platform you'd like to use. We're at That Entrepreneur Show on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. And on Twitter, we're at Podcasts by Lancey. So you have updates from this show and a mental health break. Of course, my handles are at Vincent A. Lancey for all social media and YouTube. And my website is vincenta.lancy.com. If you check out my books, DM me. I would love to hear from you. We have Mr. Lancy Talk's "Mental Health," "Left for Dead: A Story of Redemption," and "How to Transform Your Mindset when the Norm is Changed." all are on my website now. As always, I will end the show with a quote that inspired me and know it will for you too, and this one is from Rupert Murdoch the entrepreneur from today's Spotlight story. He said, our reputation is more important than the last hundred million dollars. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you all on the next episode of That Entrepreneur Show.